Hey, Patriots, and welcome to Bright on TV here with Bards FM Podcast. I'm wearing headphones today. It's just a little bit easier to monitor, and you'll notice like some green stuff going on in my head. That's just the green screen. So, yeah, we can get over it. It's, it's not me turning into a Martian or a lizard head, so don't worry about that. That ain't happening. And tell you what, if we get to the point where lizard heads are literally legal to hunt, I'll be right out there in front. And don't forget, lizard heads do not have licenses on them, so I think it's open game like the pigs down in Texas anytime, anywhere. Hey, so today we're going to cover a lot of topics. We're going to talk about Bards Fest coming up, which is awesome. Super excited about that. And we're going to equally talk about some of the craziness of this uh, continued reveal of the evil in this world. Some very disturbing news, which I'm going to share with you. I'm going to keep it a little bit anonymous, but a report that I got today of some of the corruption that's even gone down to our churches and just a whole variety of other things as we start to take this country back and proclaim our authorities as we must. So Hang on, we'll be right back after these messages. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. In today's modern world, knowing what you put in your body is crucial for maintaining optimal overall health. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. The world we once knew is collapsing. We're being warned to expect rolling blackouts, and our political leaders are deliberately shutting down pipelines, fuel refineries, nuclear power plants, and energy exploration. The currency is collapsing, while financial assets are plummeting in value, and the global food supply is being deliberately decimated. To survive this war being waged on humanity, you need more than just regular prepping. You need resilient prepping. And that's the title of my new free audiobook, Resilient Prepping. You can download the entire audiobook and a printable PDF transcript for free right now at resilientprepping.com. Resilient Prepping teaches practical strategies for prepping in three layers, high-tech, low-tech, and no-tech. Resilient Prepping is your ultimate guide to surviving the total collapse of the world as we know it, because that's exactly what globalists are trying to achieve. Download this entire audiobook for free right now at resilientprepping.com. 
The Kelly Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Kelly Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Kelly Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bans with the Kelly Key. The Kelly Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet a suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at CaliKey.com with free shipping. Hey, Patriots, welcome back. Look at that. I took the headphones off. Less green, a little bit right there. You don't think I'm a Martian head. So this is Bards FM podcast, Scott Kesterson, right here on Brighty on TV. All right, so where I want to start with today is just we're going to start with a, just a brief pitch towards getting tickets for Bards Fest, which is coming up. And uh, Bards Fest is going to be in Yuba City at the Church of Glad Tidings from June 7th to 10th. And actually, the 10th is a kind of a different, unique day we have there. Really fantastic lineup of speakers, uh, just so you know. Um, we've got um, myself, Pastor Dave Bryan, who's the pastor there, Pastor Brad Cummings, who is the um, producer for The Shack. Dr. Frank is going to be there. We're going to have Coy Griffin there. We're going to have Joe Vega, who is a Somali veteran Delta operator. He's coming in. Shemaine Nugent's going to be there. We're going to have Pastor Anthony Thomas, who's coming in from uh, Florida. We've got Mark and Tina Wesson. He's a prophetic, and his wife's an intercessor prayer. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, who's coming right off the American-Mexican border, and he's a retired Special Forces guy. Um, and then we're going to have um, Myron and uh, Dottie Lizer, who were, he was the tribal chief and vice president of the Navajo Nation. So we, we really have quite a lineup of people. We've got a um, wonderful event for two solid days. It's going to begin on Wednesday, uh, the 7th, and that's going to start at 3 p.m. We're going to go through that day. with, And another, we also have Lou Binninger, who is the founder of Glad Tidings Church. He's got an amazing story. So we, we're going to go through that Wednesday with some good speakers. Then Thursday, solid block of speakers and, and engagement. And then uh, same with Friday. With, we're going to close Friday night with um, three breaking of 300 pots of light in this symbol in the symbolic recreation of Gideon's army and that'll and that's all these pots are handmade by um, Jennifer Renee she's a Raku artist from Alabama she's coming in from Florence Alabama it's just awesome and then Saturday Saturday morning which the event is listed to the 10th we're going to go out to the adjoining town Marysville where they've got a lot of dark history of uh, evilness. And we're going to have a prayer assembly in the park, and we're just going to kind of walk around. Coey is going to bring his horse. He's going to be riding around with the American flag. It's going to be awesome. So I really encourage you to head on over to bardsfest.com. Bardsfest.com. Check it out. Um, you find everything you need there. Tickets are donation-based. We recommend a donation of $100 a person for the three days. We include dinner with that. So um, if you are so compelled. You can, we also encourage you, if you can't attend and you would like to help others who can't or having a hard time affording it, we, we've created a pool of tickets thanks to some amazing sponsors or donors, I should say, not even sponsors, it's people donating. This allowed us to provide tickets 
for people that are having a hard time affording coming that want to come. So however you want to do that, as, as the Lord calls you, as the Holy Spirit in, sets into your heart, we want you there. We're going to live stream it too. We're going to be live streaming it here on Brighty on TV. That's going to be another awesome event thing. And I think we're live streaming on CloudHub. We're still working on that with Todd Callinger, who is now the new CEO of, of uh, CloudHub. So lots of good stuff happening. It's going to be really energized. And all around the basic theme of, of convening the war councils. We're in a really critical time, and it's, I'm not making any bones about it. We have an active role in this fight, more so than I think people want to sometimes realize. We have a we get fairly complacent in this world, brought about by so many different things. Uh, we have a one of the worst things I think that has happened to humanity has been the willful acceptance, which is echoed at the pulpit itself, which is we are not worthy. And it's a ridiculous concept. And I, it drives me nuts. I hear this all the time. People will say, we are not worthy. We are not worthy. And that echoing is also in their head. Remember, when you say something, the one person that hears you more than anybody else in the world other than Father God is you. And it's literally, I went to a um, conference once that uh, was a sales and marketing conference. And this guy spoke of this, how we hear ourselves more than anybody else. So how we present ourselves in the world is literally a reflection of what we're partly how we speak of ourselves, which is there's some truth to that. So he would take his fingers and he would put them up to his mouth. And then as he spoke, he would bring his fingers to his ear. So from his mouth, from your mouth to our ear. And the reinforcement was we are hearing ourselves more than anybody else. Um, out there. So if we're telling ourselves things like we're not worthy, which is, I cannot tell you how many congregations I've run into that speak that and spew that nonsense. We are not worthy. If we were not worthy, God would not have sacrificed his son for us. So let's be clear about that. And it doesn't fit scripturally anywhere other than to say that, correct, we are sinners, but that does not make us unworthy. Father wants us to rise up and be powerful in this world. And we have been given those authorities to do just that. Unfortunately, the disempowerment of the church and the pulpit has led to a combined echo chamber, which is paralleled with what goes on in the trillions of dollars of advertising and media influence to make humanity believe that it is unworthy. And it's really something to reflect on here on the truth of the world in which we live. And I, I can't, I really can't stress this enough. If we were so easy to conquer as people by this council of 300, these pedophile lizard heads that run this world, if we were so easy to conquer and with all their corporate matrix that they've built from top to bottom, thousands of corporations ultimately controlled by a central council of 300, the answer is why haven't they done it sooner? The reason is, is because there's, a reality that we are the children of the Most High. And that means something, except we seem to forget it a lot. And we forget to proclaim our authorities in the world. We forget to, not even forget, I think we just don't have any of the faith that it is. We've been told over and over in Scripture that what we ask for from Father, if we speak it in our Savior's name, and it will be provided. Our Savior, Jesus, has told us over and over that He's given us authorities over, over the snakes and scorpions and over all the deeds of the enemy. 
And then on top of that, he's told us that we will do what he has done and greater works than he if we believe in him as Savior as he goes to the Father. I mean, these are directives to us. And it drives me batty to hear the denial of that or the lack of emphasis of that in within the walls of the of the dead stone walls of the church, which unfortunately has become more prevalent than ever before. And it's becoming worse because the corruption of evil is setting in there. This is a spiritual war. There's no question about that. And if you're still struggling with that, take a look around. You're seeing the manifestation of demonic all around you. And you're seeing the possession of demonic as you watch children come under the influence and willfully seek to change their gender to become gender plural, which is truly the symbol of Baphomet, and then to destroy that which God put on this earth. This is the war of children and the war on humanity. And the number of parents that are sitting by wringing their hands and like, or worse, celebrating it is just phenomenal. So we have a, a, a tremendous fight ahead of us. So I'm going to share with you a story, and we're going to pray on this on Friday. So if you, by the way, if you do not listen to our Bard's, our Bended Knee show every Friday, which is 1 p.m. Pacific, it live streams off of Podbean, and you can find that easily by just going to bards.fm. And um, Podbean has a great chat that we've used over there now for almost three years. Just a fantastic, and they've been fantastic in allowing free speech to occur over there. So I'm, I am a big advocate for Podbean. This is not a sales pitch for them. I'm just telling you why we're there. Because I, I have people like, why aren't you on YouTube? Well, it's like, well, because when I speak, the algorithmics that hold the, the precious voice patterns of my voice kick me off. Our Christmas special was even flagged last year. Christmas special, which was centered around our love in Jesus. They flagged it. And I had to petition it, and I did, and I won. But nonetheless, that's just the way they are. So anyway, the reason I bring this up is the story I'm going to share with you is just a bit in um, is anonymized until we pray on it tomorrow. And it's it will be still relatively anonymized. But I just want you to hear this story and this testimony, which is profound. It came to me last night in my email by one of the followers of Bards Nation, Bards FM. And we do have an amazing community over there, powerful prayer warriors and people that are engaged in this fight at so many levels. Most everybody in Bars Nation is growing their own food, is involved in outreach, is involved in setting up their own businesses, because that's how we take this country back. We're not sitting on the side waiting for somebody to sweep in and fix it for us. And until that day that Jesus steps his foot on this earth and wipes out this evil, we have a mission to complete, which is to occupy, expand, and subdue the enemy. So in the context of that, I'll, I'll share with you what this testimony was about is I was one of our followers again wrote me last night telling the testimony of her son Now they homeschooled all their children and they've done so to keep them away from obviously the indoctrination camps of public school but also to give them a wholesome education centered on our Lord and Savior and in a home where they had an ability to be able to explore a wide range of topics and as she was very clear that we didn't hold back in our education but we wanted that to be presented in a way that was appropriate, not trying to be brainwashing and subversive, which is what our schools do. So the other day she was putting something in her son's room 
and she had a nudge to take a look in the closet and she did. And in discovering in the closet, what she discovered was that there was a box in there. And as she opened the box, she was horrified to discover that there was this prescription for HRT. So this is the hormone transition drug. If you're not familiar with that, this is what's being handed out like candy these days. And what I've discovered in this testimony, I, I mean, literally this, this was enough to about bring me to a point of rage. So two things happened in this story as they did their investigation. And I tell you this because this is how deep the corruption is happening and it must be brought to the attention of all. And we need to be praying on this and we need to be more than praying. We need to be demanding accountability within these spaces. So as the story goes, the youth pastor at their church had been talking to their son and he had been talking about his, some of his feelings towards whether he was one way or another in the gender. Now remember, much of this, what's happening here, these, our youth are under a heavy, heavy spiritual and informational attack. And those two are hands are, those are going in hand in hand. And so this young man, which also he's at a prime of his life and in, in developing into his manhood, his hormones are running normal. This is normal. And so we shouldn't be shocked when a child comes to a point of feeling some challenges in their moment. But when you're under a spiritual attack and you're in the house of God and your youth pastor listens to you, and this is what ends up happening. The youth pastor encourages him to explore out his gender confusion, then goes even further. He raises money to be able to help him go to Planned Parenthood. And he goes to Planned Parenthood and is then given a prescription, which they provide prescriptions apparently even in different names, just so you will not be tracked. And he began the process of taking HRT. And now as he's on this path towards this, he's now apparently asking or saying that he may even want to go through gender conversion surgery. I mean, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be compassionate for the confused hearts in that church, but here's what I'm going to say. This should be a, a, a rally call to every single person out there to get involved in your church if you're going there. And you better be digging up the muck and pulling back the rocks and you better be finding out what's going on. We are now discovering that Satan is living within the youth ministries. And that's reinforced even by a statistic. And, I, and I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it's something like this. Tony Woods, who was down in uh, Orange County, California, he runs a church down there. He, he was bringing this up recently in, a, in this last year in a sermon. It's something like 30% of the youth pastors see the world through a, through a biblical lens. 30%. And what is this as a youth pastor? This, the, the, the story here is so stunning because we have a youth pastor who children should be trusting to be able to talk their problems through and they should be instructed to go to scripture and to be able to pray on this and work through this. And yet 
Instead, it's like, well, let's not pray. Let's go to Planned Parenthood, which is literally like walking somebody right into the den of Satan. Planned Parenthood quietly has pivoted now to not just being the place where sacrifices are made for their worship of Baal and Moloch through the aborted through the abortions and destructions of unborn, but now they're going a step further in their war to be the guidance counselors to walk the born and the solid into the hands of Satan by destroying their gender. This is a spiritual war. And it's being waged at children of all ages and Planned Parenthood's right at the center of it. And now we have evidence, hard evidence. And there's more than that because I talked to another pastor friend this morning and he was shaking his head at the story. He's like, I've got news for you. He said, in my church, I am the whistleblower of the youth pastor that was diddling kids. In other words, they had a pedophile within their ranks in as a youth pastor. Youth pastor is where the Satan is working. So if you have children in church and you're bringing your children to church, and I hate to say what I'm about ready to say, but I'm going to say it. I know that there's good churches in this country. I know that there's pulpits that are really trying hard. But damn it, this is getting un unacceptable. Parents cannot trust these institutions. We have to be involved in this. And the elders of that church, of any church, better be involved in the ministry to know exactly what's going on. We just can't cut these people free to go out and do the things with kids. Children should be highly protected. That past, that youth pastor should have an elder or two next to him. And those elders better be holding strong into scripture. And if you find out that in your church, you have elders that are not willing to stand and hold the line and do the job of elders, meaning getting engaged with the community, getting engaged with problems, being that outreach group of the strength of the church, if you have a pastor that doesn't have a spine to stand up and call this sort of stuff out and proclaim it and ultimately define what is right and wrong, and if you have youth ministry that's trying to pander to youth with these corrupted values, any of those, any of the above, if you can't get that addressed immediately, get out of that church. Get out of that church. Satan's on the move, man. And if, and if you're one who's an agnostic or you feel that these views are like, well, that's kind of extreme, I'll pray for you. How's that? Because the bottom line is, this is a spiritual war and this they pulled out all stops. And when you start going after the kids, I just want you to think about this a minute. I want you to think about being in a physical gunfight war. I want you to think about using children not only as your vehicle of delivering explosives like the Taliban love to do with little girls wearing explosive vests, walking into events and having them detonate themselves and all because what they had done is they had promised to pay off the family's debts if the girl would sacrifice herself for the family. Yeah, nice little things like that. If you have an enemy that does that or an enemy that shields itself with children, I want you to imagine that. And I want you to imagine you being in that fight. And I want you to imagine that you go out and not only are you using children as the front line of your fodder to kill the enemy or at least wear the enemy down, but then you're out here actively shooting kids or maiming kids as part of a process of war. That's what our enemy is doing. There are no limits to this. There are no rules to this warfare. And now with this testimony, it's just, it, I'll be honest, I, I knew there was corruption in churches. That's not an issue. 
I've talked about it now since I started this channel four years ago. And I talked about it before then when I was doing my other channels on YouTube. So this is not a new topic to me. But this level of deceit, when you have a child, a young man who is in his a challenging moment in his life and he's dealing with some confusion, to have the counselor, a representative supposedly of God's word to be able to advise him to go to Satan's lair, which is literally Planned Parenthood, to get advice to seek out this sort of therapy. They're not going to give you an option at Planned Parenthood. They're going to make it sound like they do, but their whole end goal is to get you converted. This is absolutely abominable. I mean, I just, I can't wrap my head around the magnitude of this depth of corruption. And of course, that's like millstone type stuff. What needs to happen in a case like this is parents need to get involved. And, and by the way, we've been pr we're praying for this family and I am 100% behind the prayers of this family, and I'm not making any sort of implication that they're not doing this. I'm talking in broad brushes here of if you encounter this, this is what needs to happen. You need to get involved with your church. If you discover there's anything like this going on, even a hint of it, you need to be pulling that youth pastor or pastor up in front of the congregation. They need to be open and openly exposed. They need to be given a choice to repent in front of the congregation and repent before God. If they can't do this, they need to be kicked out of that church, exposed and sent away. And the community needs to know who this person is. If they have done damage, they need to be held accountable for the damage they've done. And that's accountable before the cross. And for some, maybe that doesn't seem enough. It is enough when we're dealing with God's court. And it is enough when we're dealing with God's judgment. But the most important part of this is you have to get involved. If you find out, like I said, that the elders of the church do not want to be involved in this, want to turn a blind eye, don't think it's that big of a deal, aren't willing to stand up and be the solid foundation of God's church, they either all need to go or you need to leave the church and get your family as far from it as possible. If a pastor is hesitant in any level of this, of not engaging this directly. He's the wrong pastor. Either vote to get him the heck off that pulpit and out of that church or get out of the church. This is a war at, at one of the most precious places we should have in this nation. And yet we know that this pulpit has been corrupted in a deep level. This family is a beautiful family. We pray for them. We'll pray for them a bit in the close today. And we definitely will be praying for them tomorrow in the show. So please tune in on our Friday show of prayer, Bard's F, or Bard Bend and Knee at 1 p.m. We'll be right back after these messages.
In recent years, the world has only become increasingly more chaotic and uncertain. Disruptions to the supply chain have resulted in global food shortages, making it difficult for us to access the very resources we need to live in a functioning society. That's why it is now more important than ever to be prepared for the unexpected. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency, which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods, supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. With so much of the world's current food supply consisting of dirty, contaminated, genetically modified foods that may have been grown using herbicides and pesticides, Increased scrutiny over what you put in your body is of the utmost importance. Even supposedly organic foods found on most grocery store shelves may contain toxic substances, chemicals, and other additives that can be harmful to your health. That's why here at BrighteonStore.com, we subject all our in-house products to extensive lab testing for glyphosate, heavy metals, and microbiology using our state-of-the-art spectrometry equipment to ensure the highest quality of cleanliness and purity. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Hey, Patriots, we're back here with Bart's FM here on Bright on TV. So I want to just talk about a new sponsor we have for our show, and just they're a great company. And I, it's something that I had not really thought much about until it was presented to me, and it's air quality. And I know that sounds like it's a no-brainer, but air quality in our homes is a huge, huge deal. And this company, which is in, makes the product called EnviroCleanse, K-L-E, and Z. Um, it is a fantastic product. This is a product that is a combination of a HEPA filter and it has an earth mineral technology that they built into a regular filter. So it's, this is all a patented process. This system, which is all made in the United States, and it has been even contracted by Department of Defense to help purify the air in naval ships, is a small portable device that you can put in and it has variable rates of flow. It will filter your air anywhere from one to three to four times an hour in the room. And with that, you, you're pulling out your, your cold and flu viruses. You're pulling out bacteria. It's filtering out allergens. It's fil filtering out dandruff dust or dander dust, those sorts of things, mold. Super important. And all, of it, all it's doing is clearing at air so that what we're breathing is a more purified air. Now, again, I was... It wasn't on the top of my list of stuff to focus on until I started putting this and working with this in the studio. And then I'm like, my gosh, this is incredible. So I have one for the studio. I'm going to get another one for the house. It's fantastic. So if you head over to ekpure.com, ekpure.com, that's E as an echo, K as in kilo, pure, P-U-R-E.com, and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, 
And if you listen to this on the regular podcast, which airs on Saturday, you'll find the link right below the, the podcast. You'll find the links below any of the podcasts of Bards FM. You're going to get 10% off on this purchase and free shipping. A fantastic product, something I would highly recommend you look at. I'm super pleased with it. And like all these things, every time I, I always try them before I talk about them or bring uh, an advertiser on, I've had an opportunity now to let this run for days and days now. And it's made such a significant difference that at times when I'm running it, if I shut it off, um, I really feel the difference. In fact, it's running right now in the background. You don't even hear it It's because it has a whisper mode, which is great. So check it out, Patriots. EK, it's ekpure.com. And there you'll find the, the, the great little unit called EnviroCleanse. And it doesn't just filter out, but it destroys all those things that are out there lurking around to cause illness. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and get 10% off. You will not be disappointed and free shipping. So it's great stuff. Okay. We're in quite a war right now. And this war has taken a whole new level. When we start looking at the laydown of what's really been happening here, we have a broken, insidiously broken government. It's, it's become a treacherous government more than just despotic. And while we refer to it as a tyranny, it's, it's treacherous tyranny. They have sold everything out. They don't care. Or they're so afraid of the reprisals that's, that are coming that they have stepped away and have just let hell enter our country. Our military is divided. I won't say broken yet, but I will say divided. And as a divided military, it's having a hard time with leadership that is sold out about 25% versus leadership that is trying to protect America about 25%. And there's a 50% in the middle. Fortunately, there's an increasing number of soldiers and airmen and seamen and commanders and so forth that are waking up to the reality that we have been sold down the toilet. And it's not just the Biden regime. I need to make clear about this because everybody wants to point their finger at Democrats. I want you to pay attention to every single person on Capitol Hill right now. And tell me who is talking about sealing that border. I want you to look at every single person on Capitol Hill right now and tell me who is telling you to stop the mRNA shots, including stopping them in livestock. Because if you didn't know, now we've discovered that the mRNA shots were run on the pigs in 2018. Yep, that's a new one. And now they're trying to get them in the entire cattle herds. And they're also trying to get them in of all of our food. This is about poisoning America. And part of this mRNA stuff is it has side effects that we're still starting to understand. One of the side effects appears to be tumors and cancerous tumors. The other is obviously brain damage. And the other aspects of this are potentially it's neutralizing. We know that it's affecting the reproductive organs in the body. There's evidence to suggest that it may in fact be affecting people's interest in even having a relationship. This is all by design. This was the most devastating attack ever waged on humanity. And the only way to stop this is for people to wake up and to stop complying, but instead to instead defy what's before us. A challenging and horrific time that we face right now. So when you look at the laydown of our nation, our country has our country's government, and I'm including 90%, including from top to bottom not just federal, but state as well. And many of the local cities and counties have sold out to such a degree 
that they're willing to just let whatever happens, happens because somewhere along the way, they've either been told or promised that they're going to get some sort of beneficial reward by screwing thy America. And in their covenant, it doesn't say love thy neighbor, as Jesus told us. It says screw thy neighbor and pilfer them and profit from them as much as possible so that you might line your pockets and live nobly like a God, a mortal God in this world until you die, in which time you will succumb to the powers and tortures of the lake of fire and Satan himself, which that's obviously my creation, but you get my point. This is a horrible time. And we're being in, infiltrated with what is effectively a virus. We can call it a liberal virus. It is a virus of mor moral bankruptcy. It's a virus that has corrupted people's values and perspectives to where they no longer can see. It is a virus of the reprobate mind. And this reprobate mind is infecting people's ability to rationalize what is right and wrong. Because there is a right and a wrong here. Borders are open. Across the borders flood the many. Across the borders come drugs. The rise of fentanyl across our nation is phenomenal. And fentanyl is killing more people now. Again, it's on the rise. And that's being a combination of cartels and Chinese triads. Cities are being broken. And as they do, big investors like Blackstone and others are coming in to buy up these properties and then be able to hold them as rentals. And likely, as we can expect, they will be sold or leased out to Chinese interests or cartel interests as they try to mainstream and legitimize their corrupted businesses into other businesses so that they can't be easily out uprooted or destroyed. This is a cancer. And this cancer is infecting all of our systems. Our schools have become indoctrination camps for the cult of cut off your balls and cut off the breasts of, of young girls. And they are and they are absolutely complicit in the attack and, and destruction of God's most precious gift, which is children. There are very few teachers at this point in time that I personally don't feel need to be held accountable to the point of execution of crimes by, because of crimes of, against humanity. Most teachers are actively involved in perpetuating the lies that a child has a choice of gender and must be destroyed in order to fulfill this demonic desires that have infected them. And the teachers themselves have become agents of a state that seeks to do nothing more than destroy children. Because if you destroy the foundation of the children, the future of a nation, the nation will never survive. We're at a critical moment. We are literally at the precipice of deciding whether we want to be a nation ever again or not. And the damage that has been done is phenomenal. These young people, people that are suffering this this time, that are going to be casualties of this war, are not being protected by adults, not effectively. And we don't know the exact numbers, but we know the massive rise in these conversion therapy centers all across the nation. And now, as I talked about in the previous half hour, we understand very well that that corruption has gone into Planned Parenthood, and it has now extended even to our youth pastors in our church. And it probably even goes up to heads of pastors in our churches. I've seen this inclusion garbage too long in the, in the, from the pulpit of trying to bring in everybody. That if you're LGBTQ, you're welcome. This was evident even on my trip that I made last fall, where I drove all across the country for six weeks, delivering Bibles to key people that God led me to, to meet. And when I was in Raleigh, North Carolina, meeting with the, with the vice governor, 
and was told that that area is very hostile to someone who walks with scripture and speaks of Jesus and is a, is a biblical politician. It was hard to imagine hearing that in Raleigh until as I left, I was really paying attention to what was around and I realized how many of the churches were flying the rainbow flag out front. It's despicable. The pulpit has been corrupted. So you need to be aware of that as you are working with your family and in relationships to churches as we've been speaking and you need to be engaged. But if you're going to run on autopilot, you're opening up your family to the vulnerabilities of what's happening. That is not a condemnation of anybody that's gone through this. I'm simply making it clear that what has been exposed now, and it's like a watcher on the wall, if we are to hear of something, we can validate it. Now we must warn others. The warning going forward is this. Be cautious. Be wary. Don't just trust blindly, even in the church. It's a sad event because it's removing again the places of sanctuary that we should have. Our children should be able to go to a youth pastor in a moment of crisis, to be able to speak to them, knowing that they will be able to have a, a heart of somebody that's in confidence with, the, with our father it can give them some scriptures to read, to guide them, and even be able, that person as a youth pastor should be able to bring in the head pastor and even the family if necessary to talk through issues of criticality. But this was an ambush. This was a traitor within the church. The story that I told the last hour or the last half hour of a youth pastor that has now guided a young man into transition surgery or transition drugs that abomination deserves a, a one-way ticket to the lake of fire, as far as I'm concerned. And so it is essential that we start as a community beginning to pray into exposing this darkness within the churches, revealing it for the congregation to see and witness, and therefore holding the congregations accountable to what they themselves do and react to such circumstances. If a congregation is going to turn a blind eye to this and simply say it should, it does not matter, it's an individual's choice or whatever other woke garbage are going to speak, that congregation, that church must be judged and should be judged by God. We need to be proclaiming authorities in the world as God told us we can and should. We tend to turn to Father and we whine to him. We say, Father, Father, fix this. No. Father, if it is thy will, hear my declaration. And we proceed from there to speak what we are seeking to have done. Not black magic stuff where I'm trying to turn somebody. I can't turn somebody to Christ. I can pray that they can have the experience that will bring their heart to Christ. But I can't pray that they will be forced into the love of Jesus. I can't cast out demons for somebody who doesn't want demons cast out. I can't go in and say, Father, cast these demons out. I can rebuke the demonic influence to give them space to hear the word of Christ, but they themselves have to accept Jesus and, and cast out those demons. Each one of us has free will. And so our role as stewards, as warriors in this fight, is we have to be able to respect those rules, but we can call upon the mighty, our Father, to bring judgment, we can call upon our Father to expose the darkness. And we can call upon our Father to bring the resources necessary to wage this war against evil and to root it out.
And from there, people will need the experiences to witness the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of Jesus. And we know that that power is mightier than, the, than that of, of Satan himself. Satan is a two-bit player. He's nothing in this game. The only reason he has power is because we believe he has power. We continue to feed him with power. We continue to sub, submit to the narratives that are given to us, the narratives that are consumed in trillions of dollars in our brain through influences like media, Hollywood films, and even programming that's coming from our news. Advertisers telling us to buy things that we don't need. Creating a life of constant perpetual want and desire without having the satisfaction and fulfillment that we know comes only through the love in Christ and our relationship with Father. And when we are in that space, fully fulfilled, what we need, our basic needs are even much less. There is nothing that we have on this earth that we will take with us. It will not come go with us. And yet Father does not want you to be without. He doesn't want you to be unhappy. He does not want you to be poor. He's not asking you to live within the spirit of poverty. But our wealth begins, our richness begins within the spirit of success and glory and, uh, and opportunity and re unrelenting prosperity. Because that focus is not on the material, but on the spiritual. And as we lean into that and live into that space, the material things that are needed in this world become easily available. Because our role is not about living for me, it's about living for kingdom. It's about living in through the body of Christ. It's about living for our Father God. These values have not been taught well, even in our churches. In fact, we get it highly distorted when we get into crap like prosperity gospel, which is to try to tell people, that, yeah, I can pray for a jet. Yeah, I got myself a new jet because I've been praying for it. That's one of the greatest examples of abuse of our authorities. And the problem is that you may get it. You may get those material things that you want, that you specifically desire. The question is, who's delivering it? If you can't think, if you don't think that this father of lies would jump in on the middle of this and be able to manifest that for you, you're nuts. Because if our heart is corrupted and our intent is corrupted, we will be led astray. Our eyes must always be on the intent of our father, through Christ to our father. And in that place, we are walking and pure. So when we talk about a corruption in a church, Yes, I can ask for judgment if it is Father's will. Yes, we can ask for that to be darkness to be exposed and let the congregation be held accountable for the testimonies which it hears and the responses which it gives. All of that we can ask for. Can I change that pastor's heart that gave him this? No, but I can pray that he will find his way to the altar to repent and ask that he seeks forgiveness for the damage that he's done and be held accountable be before God for the destruction of what he's done to another. I can pray for that child that's being submitted to this HRT nonsense, that he will see his way. And I can pray and declare that if he is able to come into a place of, of no confusion, that the spirit of confusion be ripped from him that he therefore can find his way back through the power of the Holy Spirit to heal his body back to as it was, restored perfect in the eyes of kingdom. And that this experience only provides yet a greater understanding of the wills of the enemy that awakens him to the deceit of the enemy 
and in the end, as he is restored to perfection, that he himself in this process, in this journey, becomes a massive voice in kingdom to awaken others to the dangers that lie ahead and to the power of healing, which only God can provide through the authorities given to us. And may we be part of that moment in declaring those authorities. Don't hesitate. Be bold in this world. Declare your authorities. There's nothing wrong with this. If you see somebody in need, pray for them. If you see somebody who's in pain, pray to have pain removed, that, the, that Jesus will heal this. And if they don't feel anything right then, that is not for you to worry about because a seed has been planted. The most amazing thing about where we are right now is we are in a point of having to relearn that which should have been trained from our youth, the power to declare authorities. So I leave you with these thoughts before we go to prayer because I think it's important. It's the principles of shooting. If I'm going to carry a gun, I need to practice at least 2,000 times of drawing that pistol from my holster to where it becomes second nature and becomes muscle memory. As I draw, then I have to work on my, my firing. I can dry fire and then I also have to live fire. And I need to, in the end, do that approximately 2,000 times until that entire process from drawing to shooting becomes smooth, as they say, it's smooth, is fast, is slow, and, and I'm getting it wrong. I always get this wrong. <laughs> as slow is fast and fast is smooth, I think is how it goes. But anyway, you get my point. We have to be able to smooth this out, and you do it by repetition of steady practice. 2,000 times creates muscle memory. How many times do you pray a day for somebody for healing? How many times a day do you pray for somebody to cast out demons? And pray with them. How many times do you pray each day to bring somebody to Christ and to work with them to come to Christ and to do greater works than he? We are not going to be able to achieve these things unless we practice them regularly in our world. And that's the challenge. Practice, discipline. We're soldiers in this army. We've been given authorities. Now let's practice and use them and let God open the doors for us to see the mightiness of what his word does through us. Let's pray. Father, I'm humbled to come before you and thank you for the continued wisdom that you share with us and through us and the awakening of the powers and authorities which have been given to us to quite literally do the job and tasks that we were intended to do, which is to steward this earth. Father, we pray today for this young man who has been deceived, who was led astray by one who should have been able to help him, but instead fell victim to the very hands of the father of lies, that youth pastor who violated his very covenant with you and in so doing has led a young man astray. So Father, we pray for two things. We pray for that young man to come to an awakening of what his path is, to strip away the, the thoughts of confusion and the, prayer, the, the spirit of confusion from him and give him clarity in his walk and full restorative healing to his body. And we pray that that youth pastor will awaken to his sin, to humble himself before the cross and before the congregation to confess what he has done and face the appropriate judgment by your hand. Guide these two. Bless that young man. We say the, and bless his family. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Very important time to keep tight in your spiritual rock, on your spiritual rock, your relationship with Christ, 
keep your armor strong. Can't stress it enough. It's real, folks. The spiritual war is real. It's coming around us and it's coming hard. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget about BardsFest. Check it out, bardsfest.com. Until then or until the next, God bless and out for now.